Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For catastrophically injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans because all veterans who served honorably, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T. Org. Ooh, what a show tonight. A little 2024 talk. That'll be fun. Jedediah Bila, Libs of TikTok, me. Gonna be a great night, and I'm right. Legal and local. I talk about that all the time, right? That's how we'll take the country back. Legal and local. You stay legal, win local elections. That is how we will take the country back. But 
Obviously, 2024 is going to be something we talk about here. It's something you talk about, right? You probably brought it up this weekend at some point in time. Who's going to run? Who's going to be our nominee? Biden, DeSantis, Trump, Newsom. Are they fighting? What's going on? There's all kinds of stuff we can talk about. And so on occasion, occasionally, we will do a little 2024 preview. It's not going to be every day, but we felt like it was a good day today on a Monday to knock that out. So let's deal with the candidates who we pretty much are dealing with at the moment. And I don't think there's going to be another one from the Democrats or the Republicans, one that we don't see, but you never know. So what do we have right now? First, let's deal with the president himself, Joe Biden. Joe Biden's having a rough month. Turns out Joe Biden is emailing documents from his laptop, classified documents from his laptop. They keep finding classified documents everywhere. Now let's pause on that in case maybe you're a new, maybe you're a new viewer. Maybe you're looking at us right now on DirecTV for the first time because now the first is on DirecTV. So in case you're new, I'm going to do this very, very briefly. I call the corrupt entity we have in this country. I call it the system, the government, working with the administrative state, working with the media, working with the education system, working with entertainment. They all believe the same thing, and I call it the system. The system wants Joe Biden gone. That's why when I said they keep finding, it's important we understand these are all Democrats and Democrat operatives. Sometimes Joe Biden's own staffers who keep finding these things that make Joe Biden look terrible. If you remember, Miranda Devine came on last week, and now I've seen more reporting, credit to Miranda for this. Miranda Devine came on last week and said there is some evidence out there that Hunter Biden not only had access to the classified documents in Joe Biden's garage, but that Joe Biden had critical national security information in those documents he gave them to Hunter, or Hunter stole them, read them, and then relayed those things by email to somebody else. So this is a big thing, and it's not going away. Now, why does the system want Joe Biden gone? He's been a good boy. Why? Does it make sense? Well, remember, the system isn't loyal. The system is there to loot the United States of America, pillage the country, and destroy the country along the way. They're really there to softly raise it to the ground. As long as you're helping them with that goal, they will treat you right. But eventually, you just become too much of a liability and they need a new face. I mean, you can't have this guy as the face of the system. Where's Doug? Congressman. He's around here somewhere. Oh, there you are. Doug, thanks for the passport into town. Doug and I have something in common. Doug, I think you might have been with Doug knows. Look, here's the deal. He and Doug are pretty close. Thanks for that passport, Doug. Except Doug's name is Don. There was no Doug there. <laughs> so that's really all. He's old, dementia-riddled. He's a liability now, so they want him gone. And look, people get mad at Elizabeth Warren for being a fake Indian, which is still hilarious, by the way. I'll never stop laughing about the fact she actually submitted a recipe 
<laughs> for soup to an Indian publication called Pow Wow Chow. That's still one of the great news stories of all time. But setting that aside, credit to Elizabeth Warren, because she didn't make any bones about the fact that Kamala Harris has got to go, too. If he's that old in a second term, the vice presidency becomes even more important. <laughs> Could Kamala Harris be the, his choice at the second time around? You know, I, I really want to defer to what makes Biden comfortable. Ow. <laughs> hey, should, hey, should Dome stick around? Oh, I don't know. Whatever Joe wants. Eek. You know Dome saw that and was ticked off about it. Okay, so what are we looking at for 2024 on the Democrat side? Eric Adams is a dark horse, one I've been telling you is a dark horse, but really the leader right now, in my opinion, the leader is Gavin Newsom. And let me just clarify something. I know they've been grooming Pete Buttigieg, the rear admiral, for quite some time. I know he wants to run for president, a very ambitious soul. He can't get the nominations. He can't get enough of the black vote to get out of the Democrat primaries. He's gay. So it ain't going to be Buttigieg. It's going to be Newsom if he wants it. And please don't believe him when he does the same thing they all do. I'm not running. Are you running? Are you, would you ever? Not, no one would you ever. Is this the would you ever? Would you ever? Would you ever? Will would you? you? Ever? Do no, you? Is this all part no, of a plan? No, yeah. Is this all part of a strategic strategy? Well, come on. You're taking billboards out. You're, not, you're definitely increasing your national profile. It's not the intention. My intention, my intention is to raise attention to these critical issues okay. on what's happening. Say what I'm just telling it's you. not my intention is not a no. No, so no, I'll just, no, no. We'll no, no, no. Okay, we'll start. Let me, let me answer your question. No. And then no, and then no, 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 okay. no, and then no, and no. How many cameras? Okay, so that's no. a no for Iowa, no, a no for New Hampshire, no, a no and, for and, South Carolina, yeah. a no for Nevada. Okay, no. I'll play so it each time you're in one of those states. <laughs> that's fine. Hardcore reporting there, but listen, I'm actually not even going to blast Democrats here because they all do this. Democrats and Republicans, remember, remember the old Jesse rule. None of them are ever running for office until they're running for office. It's become the standard thing they all do. Hey, are you going to run for president? No, no, I can't. You want to run for president? No, I, I wouldn't. I'm just a servant to the people here. No, no, I won't. No, I'm not running. No, I'm not running. And then about 15 minutes later, I wasn't going to run. But so many people have begged me, come save the country, Gavin, that I feel a solemn obligation to my nation to run. They all do it. Biden did it. They all do it. They all do the same stupid thing. Now, all right, that's the Democrat side. Now let's go to the Republican side. Trump, back out there in rally mode. Here he was in New Hampshire. And we need a president who is ready to hit the ground running on day one. And I, boy, am I hitting the ground. You know, I said, it's going to be. They said, he's not campaigning. This is like about a month ago when I announced, well, I said, you know, I got two years. Uh, we didn't, I'm more angry now and I'm more committed now than I ever was. This Tell you what is impressive about that. I'm glad he's angry. I'm glad he's committed. What's impressive about that is Trump's energy. Trump is an old man. And he looks good, sounds good. I mean, when you compare how Trump looks and sounds to Biden, it's really, really impressive. It's good for Trump. Said some good things. He's been saying good things about education and the border. Happy about that. He did say something about rhinos this weekend, though. We need a fighter who can stand up to the left, who can stand up to the swamp, 
Stand up to the media. Stand up to the deep state. Am I allowed to say stand up to the rhinos, too? I think we can say that. I think we can say that. Trump's doing rallies with Lindsey Graham. I mean, look, I want him to stand up to the rhinos. I hope he does. Go drain the swamp, but Lindsey Graham's going to help you drain the swamp? And this is a one-off. This is a normal thing. They're just apparently going to be doing lots of rallies and stuff together. Trump and Lindsey Graham going to drain the swamp? Trump's got to make better personnel decisions. Now, I believe that the rallies will help Trump. I believe that his distance from the people has hurt him. Too much time on the golf course, too many consultants pouring honey in his ear, not enough time around you. I think the rallies will help bring back a better Trump, so I'm happy he's back out there. And I know people are getting mad already, because Trump's out there already uh, blasting away at uh, Ron DeSantis. And this is when people on the right, maybe you, get uncomfortable. He's calling him Ron DeSanctimonious and blasting him for all kinds of different things. Why are you uncomfortable? This is good. This is good. We want the best fighter, whoever that may be, to take on Gavin Newsom in 2024. If that's Trump, good. If that's DeSantis, good. But you, you should want the best fighter because we got a mountain to climb. Let them fight. Call each other names. Just sit and just throw poop at each other like a couple of monkeys. I don't care. Have debates. Have arguments. Call each other names. Blast each other. It's politics. Politics is a contact sport, not a kid's game. Good for Trump. Blast away. If Heavy D, once Heavy D gets in, he's already kind of in, but once Heavy D gets in, he'll start blasting back. And don't, don't allow yourself to do this thing. You ever, you ever been around a fight? Maybe been in one, but you ever been around one? Schoolyard fight, you know, out behind the gym. Hey, let's go throw hands kind of thing. Don't be the girl who's sitting, stop it, guys! Oh my gosh, stop hitting each other, guys! Don't, don't be that. That's what you sound like when you complain about these primaries. Remember, 2016 was the nastiest primary anyone's ever seen. Trump emerged from that victorious and then won the presidency. A hard-fought, brutal, nasty primary doesn't hurt us for the general. That's a lie. Let them fight. All that may have made you uncomfortable, but I am right. We have the great Jedediah Bila joining us next. I'm going to ask Jedediah, you know one of the first things I'm going to ask her? If she's cold all the time. Because my wife is cold all the time. My wife is so cold that now I have this Eden Pure Gen 40 heater I mean, I might as well just screw it into the floor of the bathroom at this point in time because it's in there and it's on all the time. I get out of the shower, I'm practically sweating because this thing works so well. By the way, it's infrared, which I love because we have a dog, we have kids, I don't want anyone burning themselves. So this is infrared heat filling up your room. It works so well, I get out of the shower and I start sweating because she has the whole bathroom heated up. The thing heats up entire rooms. Hey, they got them 50 bucks off right now too. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE gets you 50 bucks off a Gen 40 heater. They're freaking awesome. They really are. EdenPureDeals.com code JESSE. We'll be back. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me. 
Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country, giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Joe Biden's the one to beat him. He beat him before, he'll beat him again. If Trump is not in prison, which, according to what I'm reading, is highly unlikely, uh, because Merrick Garland says nobody's above the law, Mm -hmm. and let us hope that he means that, because he has certainly committed crimes, Mm -hmm. Trump uh, Trump has, then I think um, Gavin Newsom has a chance. Gavin Newsom and Stacey Abrams, what a ticket that would be. Pretty good. Oh, that voice. Joining me now, somebody with a lot better voice, oh, a lot better everything, Jedediah Bila, host of Jedediah Bila Live, which I have been on several times. It's been a privilege for me. And she actually used to be on that show, The View. It was the only thing that made that show halfway worth watching when you were walking by the television. Jedediah, Joy Behar, I know she's a heavy, heavy hitter as far as political analysis goes, but what's weird about that for me is There's no excitement from anybody but her about Joe Biden. They're done with him, aren't they? Oh, my gosh, they're all done with him. First of all, I don't know how I sat on that set for so long and didn't lose my mind. I I don't know. I must have been in some some type of hypnotized state, Jesse. I don't know. But, yeah, of course, they're done with him with good reason. I mean, Joe Biden doesn't even know where he is most of the time. I I think, you know, about a year ago, I said that mainstream media outlets were going to start to throw him under the bus because they had no choice. They had to start highlighting the things he was doing wrong because they have to pave that exit way for him. Um, I I don't know why in in heaven's name she would be excited about him, but no one on the left is excited about him. I think that's why you see Gavin Newsom in a lot of these interviews you know, he's at, are you sure? You sure you're not going to run? People are like, please, somebody <laughs> step up to the plate. And they don't want it to be Kamala because even folks on the left can't stand that cackle. So they're all like, where are we going to go? So I do think it's going to be, I mean, listen, I, I think Gavin Newsom, he's saying no, 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 no. He, I think it's going to be a yes, 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 yes. I agree. I, Jedediah, I'll tell you, we all let our emotions get in the way from time to time. And I think the right is making a mistake with how dismissive they are about Gavin Newsom just because he's a giant turd. Everyone knows he's a giant turd. But look, the dude talks well. He looks like a freaking model. It's going to be suburban mom fodder all over the place. I think Gavin Newsom is somebody we should fear more than we do. Am I crazy? Well, you know, he's media savvy in the way that you and I and people like us can't stand, right? He reads like he and Beto O'Rourke to me look like they took the same terrible class, but they have that political sliminess that a lot of people do like. They think it's presidential. You know, he kind of comes off as someone playing a politician in a movie, but you're right. He's good looking. Uh, He's got that. He's got the talk down. He's got the laughter down. He's got the whole game down. And on a debate stage, that could translate well for some people. I mean, the problem with him is his policies, right? I mean, he's coming from a state that's sinking. So it doesn't take much to highlight that he's a guy that doesn't know what he's doing. And I think there's a facade there in the same way that I see with Beto O'Rourke. There's not a lot going on substance-wise. But does that really matter is the question. I don't know. I think people are incredibly shallow when they vote. And female voters, emotional voters, are going to be another nightmare this round. So I'm sure they'll be like, Gavin, oh my God, he looks like that guy from the movie I saw last week. There's going to be a lot of that going on. We both know it. Yeah, he's about as real as Madonna's face at this point in time. All right, speaking of the Republican, let's move to the Republican side here. 
Trump was, well, this was Trump over the weekend. Thank you very much. You care about Frankie? So you recommend his food, right? Yes, sir. You care about Frankie? Yes, go ahead. Go ahead. Lord, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jedediah, the dude drips charisma. I, I don't know if you've chosen a side. I haven't. I want him and DeSantis and all of them to fight. But handicap this 2024 primary for me. Is it all Trump? Is it Heavy D have a shot? Is there one of these third teamers I'm not picturing right now? There could be more. I mean, I always I always say, oh, it's going to be these two. And then we look at a stage, it's like 20 of them. So who knows who's hiding behind the scenes? Trump is unique. You know, Trump has the ability to be incredibly charismatic, to get on a stage, to wow crowds. He has that non-politician speak. He's the complete opposite of a Gavin Newsom. He just talks freely, sounds like someone who's really saying what he believes. So that's all in his favor. And I think a, a Ron DeSantis would have a hard time going against that because Trump is larger than life in many respects. Trump's biggest problem is going to be that this vaccine stuff, truthfully, in my view. I think he feels that's part of his legacy. I think he feels that he has to defend it. If Trump really wanted to win, and by the way, remove Ron DeSantis from the equation completely, he would take on the pharmaceutical companies. He would step back and say, we were all lied to. We were sold something that wasn't true. A lot of people made a lot of money off of it. So that's how I felt then. And this is how I feel now. And he would be willing to take on the establishment. Part of taking on the establishment is taking on the connection between big government and big pharma. That's just a reality. So if he decides that he's willing to be that person, that truly anti-establishment figure and go into turf that no other politician is really willing to go in, I think he seals the deal. Absolutely. The base will and, and those outside the base will run for him. You already see, by the way, Ron DeSantis is coming in and taking on pharma. So I think that's going to be a problem for Trump. If he feels that he needs to uphold everything that happened in the last two years because it was part of his legacy, particularly with respect to the Pfizer's, the Moderna's and all that, I think it's going to be a big problem for him. And by the way, let me just add, he has terrible people advising him. I mean, I don't know who Trump listens to, but this is the second round now that I'm like, who is this guy talking to? He's not talking to people that are in touch with the base. He's not talking to people who know what populism is. He sounds like he's, I mean, are these Bush aides that are just advising him? Who are these play it safe Republicans that are in his ear? He needs to get them out of his ear. Those should be, you talk about you're fired. He should start there. Yeah, he needs to do a, a whole lot of house cleaning in my opinion as well. All right, you talk a lot about masculinity, about masculinity being what these evil people fear. The floor is yours. What are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, I look a lot at the World Economic Forum, the Klaus Schwab's of the world, the people who will say, you know, you will have nothing and you will be happy, the Bill Gates of the world. And what I've seen in the last couple of years is, you know, shrinking men. Uh, there are so many guys that I would have thought would have been the cowboys that would have led the charge against all of this nonsense, whether it was the unjustified masking or the unjustified lockdowns or the unjustified mandates. And they were sitting there three masks deep, you know, six boosters in. And I'm like, what happened to all the guys? So there's a growing, you know, community of men now that are needing to stand up for masculinity. They're tired of masculinity being labeled toxic. They're tired of everything that makes men men being labeled problematic. And they are needed. Male strength is needed to be on the front lines to combat this stuff. Because let's be honest, when, when COVID struck, yeah, I had my emotional reaction. I'm a female, right? That's going to happen. Men and women are different. We're wired differently. I had my husband next to me, and he's a big, strong, tough guy. And he was like, we're good. 
And that was very, very important for me. And that is very important for society. So the system, some call it the matrix, some call it the system, I don't care what you call it, but the people, the powers that be that are in charge, that are trying to wreck people's individual liberties and freedoms need men to be weak. Because men will be the ones on the front line saying, sorry, you're not gonna take my property. Sorry, you're not gonna tell my kid what to do at school. Sorry, you're not gonna get away with that. And they rely on a growing population of sinking men and they're getting it. They're getting it. So my message to men is always, do you understand that you are on the front lines of fighting for freedom for all of us? You, I can't do what a guy can do, right? I can't stand my ground in the same way. That is just a reality. It's different. Men and women are different and I need these guys to man up. So that's my message. Jedediah, you are the best. Come back soon. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we have more. We have so much more. We'll talk to Liz Wheeler next. Before we get to Liz Wheeler, let's talk about masculinity for a moment. Because we do have a masculinity crisis. We do. There's no question about that. And there are a lot of factors, right? There are a lot of factors. Television, movies, that sitting around, food. There are a lot of factors. Part of it's just flat-out chemical. For a lot of different reasons, the water and whatnot, Testosterone levels today are half. Wrap your mind around this. They're half of what they were 50 years ago. That's not ancient history. 50 years ago, we had double the testosterone. That is the end of our society if we don't figure out a way to fix that. I personally, I take a male vitality stack from Chalk every day, and I have for a very long time now. Natural herbal supplements. No more Pfizer crap. Natural herbal supplements. 20% increase in your testosterone in 90 days. Ladies, you've got to be strong too. They have a female vitality stat. We put the lit powder in our smoothies every single morning, all those vitamins and minerals. Chalk has made me and my family healthier, and I appreciate them for it. 35% off subscriptions right now. Don't do a one-time thing. Get a subscription so you can save a pile of money. Cancel it if it doesn't work. It works. choq.com. Promo code Jesse. Chalk.com promo code Jesse. We'll be back. I never thought that people would do something like this during a time where you're supposed to be remorseful and having people have peace. But you get young, ignorant, and you know it had to be. Crimes of opportunity, people want to act a fool and take advantage. So you talk about respect on one hand. And then they come out there and do like this. We haven't talked a lot about it on the show, but that whole Tyree Nichols thing was just ugly. And Memphis has been ugly for a while, and now it's, apparently it's even uglier. Liz Wheeler isn't ugly, though. She's joining us now. Joining me now of the great Liz Wheeler show, which you get to watch right here on the first TV. Okay, Liz, the whole thing was just bad. We're not going to play the video. I know you've seen it. I've seen it. It looked awful beating some guy to death, passing him around like a freaking hot potato. What's the Liz Wheeler thoughts? Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt that the video is horrendous. I mean, it made me, I did watch it actually because I wanted to know the what it is of what happened. I don't believe the political narrative. So I watched it start to finish. It's horrendous. There's no justification for what happened. But here's the thing, Jesse, when you zoom out on the, on the political reaction of the thing, the political reaction doesn't match the crime that was committed. Because all these protesters that are blocking highways and bridges, they're breaking into game stops and, and stealing, looting X Xboxes. I'm not sure how that pursues justice for Tyree Nichols or his family. 
but they, they forget when they're calling for accountability that there is accountability that's happening. The system actually is working. The police officers were fired. They lost their jobs. They were charged with murder. They probably, based on the video evidence that I've seen at least at this point, unless there's some kind of crazy exonerating evidence, which I can't imagine what it would be, they're going to get convicted of murder. They're going to spend the rest of their lives in prison. This wasn't department policy. It's not legal. What happens in our nation when someone commits a crime is they're held accountable by the law. That is what's happening. That means the system's working, which should make us stop and think, well, wait a second. If you're calling for accountability and you're demanding institutional change here, but your reaction is to steal some video games and pretend that that's justice, while justice is actually being served, no, nobody can bring back Tyree Nichols, and that's tragic, but the people who perpetuated this crime are being held accountable under the law, then what exactly are you calling for? What do you mean by accountability? And the answer to that is they're calling for the abolition of police. They don't want police to exist. They don't want law enforcement. They don't want us to be a nation of laws. They don't want us to be a free nation. They want to use this to spark a race war so that they can usher in Marxism. Speaking of race, I'm glad you just brought that up, Liz. Here's New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Let me ask you, the Chief C.J. Davis, when in my interview with her, she said that all the officers being black, it takes race off the table. Do you agree with that? Uh, no, no, I don't. I think uh, race is still on the table. Uh, when a culture of policing historically has treated uh, those from different groups differently, uh, even when the individuals are from that same group, that culture can still exist. And we have to zero in on it, being honest about it, and making sure that we properly train police for the realities of the cities that they are policing in. Liz, so I'm trying to understand this. All, all of our history aside, I'm trying to understand this for today. So cops finding criminals and arresting the criminals is anti-black? Do I have that right? Well, it's, it sounds like a silly narrative, but it's actually not quite that silly. It's a lot more nefarious than that. I do want to mention, I'm glad to see that Don Lemon has upgraded from his hoodie to a designer suit after all that backlash. That really, <laughs> I don't know about you, but it makes me take his, his commentary a little bit more seriously when he's not wearing sweatpants to work. Um, no, th this racial narrative, this idea that five black police officers who have a black police chief in a majority black city, um, the city council of whom is also largely black, the idea that that could be begot of racism, that they are secret white supremacists hiding inside men with black skin is, is absurd. In fact, in, in a sense, I'm almost glad that the left has gone this far making this claim because even someone who might believe that, you know, uh, a white police officer who killed even a justified killing of a black man, maybe they worried that it was tinged with racism. They look at this and they say, wait a second. How is that possible? How could that possibly be the case? And so the left has been forced to explain what they mean, that it doesn't matter the color of the skin of the officer who's involved. The fact that he is a police officer, part of the police force means that he is part of institutional racism because they, they accuse police, the idea of people from our own community governing and helping execute the laws that we've all democratically agreed to, that that is somehow rooted in believing something derogatory about someone else based on the color of their skin or their nation of origin, it's it's not it's bananas, but it's also, th this is critical race theory. This is exactly why Florida Governor Ron DeSantis banned that so-called African-Americans, African-American studies course from schools in Florida, because of course it's not history, it is critical race theory. It is this poisonous Marxist ideology that proposes that white people are inherently racist and black people are inherently oppressed, and they're doing this, they're pitting people against each other in order to to 
create black people into the vanguard for a Marxist revolution that Karl Marx's original vision of the workers revolting against the ruling class because that never happened. They need to restructure it, not economically, but culturally, and they've chosen race as the weapon to do it. So in the end, this is just about the same thing communism has always been about. In the end, this is just about burning America to ash. There's no lofty race goal here. Is that what you're telling me, Liz? That's correct, because you'll notice what they're calling for legislatively now. They're calling for police reform to pass, but I took a look at some of this police reform, and I, I'm open to it. If there are ways that we can improve our police forces, that's fine. I'm not someone who's inherently hashtag back the blue, because I also have a healthy skepticism of any government agent that has a license to harm me or kill me, based on, yes, the history, both past and present, of our country. So if there's any way that we can better order our police forces, I'm open to it. But I looked at this legislation, and all it does is tie the hands of police officers, make everything about race, and ultimately it will make our communities less safe. Speaking of less safe, let's talk about the House Intelligence Committee and Eric Swalwell sitting on that committee for two years after having a <coughs> relationship with a Chinese spy. Anyway, Swalwell and Schiff and Ilhan, they decided to do the cable news circuit this weekend. Here's somehow that went. Ahead of the first Trump impeachment, you said the committee had not spoken to a whistleblower. In fact, that turned out not to be true. You know, the Washington Post uh, said so in their, in their fact check. Uh, the Washington Post uh, uh, identified that, yes, before the person became a whistleblower, they sought advice from the committee. Uh, when I was asked the question, I thought they were referring to whether we had brought the whistleblower in. Uh, and I should have been more clear in my answer. Did you put yourself in a vulnerable position in any way so that this alleged Chinese spy could have benefited or even learn American secrets? Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, but, Dana, uh, don't take my word for it. Uh, take the FBI's word for it. They never talk about ongoing investigations, and, and former Chairman Schiff knows this. Liz, I just found that whole thing to be so enjoyable. So enjoyable. I mean, a CNN stooping to ask Eric Swalwell about what sexual positions he chose with uh, during his little bang bang with Fang Fang here. Obviously, obviously, he has compromised American national security. There's simply no two ways about this. I. I commend Speaker McCarthy for removing them from these committees. The fact that CNN is trying to rehabilitate their reputations is exactly what I would expect from CNN. And the fact that Swalwell was like, you don't have to take my word for it. Take the FBI's word for it. Like, what planet are you living on, dude? What are you talking about? Um, Adam Schiff is, he's such a liar. And he's such a cool, calm, and collected liar, which only happens if you lie as a practice. Everything that Adam Schiff has ever said, any claim that he's made uh, as justification for weaponizing the government against Trump has been a lie. He claimed he had evidence in his hand of Russian collusion. There was none. He was lying. He claimed he hadn't talked to the so-called Ukrainian whistleblower when he had. He was lying. And now he's just lying on top of lying. These people shouldn't even be in the United States Congress, let alone on these committees. And you know what, Jesse? I think all three of them know it. Yeah. Liz Wheeler, you can watch her every single Monday through Friday right here on The First. Thank you, Liz. Thanks, Jesse. All right. Libs of TikTok. This account popped up a little while ago and started scrounging up some video that has shocked it, has changed the narrative in this country in so many ways. Video of crazy teachers, just video of all kinds of things. But libs of TikTok, that's not someone's name. We have the lady with a real name. 
She's going to join us. She's going to join us next. But first, let's talk about your investments portfolio. Let's talk about the fact that it's going to be a rocky year. Everyone knows that. It's going to be a rocky year. No, nobody's denying that. All right, so what do we do? Should we sit around and just suck on our thumb for a little while? No, we've got to make preparations. Oxford Gold has a portfolio protection plan, and you need to ask them about it. They call it their one, two, three plan, the portfolio protection plan, but it's really, really good. It's going to get gold and silver as part of your 401k and IRA, making sure that floor gets raised. You can only drop so far. It's a no-brainer, especially in this economy. And don't wait until everything comes crashing down on us, huh? Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. They'll take care of you, I promise, all right? 833-995-GOLD. Make sure you guard your money. You worked hard for it. We'll be back. Libs of TikTok? Well, everybody knows about that now, but apparently it's a real person with like a face and a name. And we're going to talk to her next. Joining me now, Chaya Rajic. Chaya, okay, first let's begin with this. You just came out of nowhere, at least for me, a year or two ago. There was this one account on Twitter that always seemed to have video that nobody else had. It was just that you were appointment for me every single day. Let's see what the, the communist nutballs are saying today. Right to your account. Okay, who are you? Where'd you come from? How'd you get... How'd you get the, what are you, some kind of professional detective? How'd you figure out how to find all this stuff? So it started during COVID. Um, obviously, like our, the whole world turned upside down, right? And um, sitting during lockdown. And that's really when I started getting interested in politics and I started following it. And then um, I just kept seeing all these bizarre videos that I stumbled on TikTok. And at first it was the like Fauci cult videos and the vaccine worship videos and the fear mongering videos, hilarious stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna share this to Twitter. And it was just really fun, really entertaining. Actually my first video I still remember that went viral that got a million views was a video of this guy singing about how excited he was to get the vaccine. And he was wearing like a Disney costume. It was really funny. And then I'm spending more time on TikTok and I come across all this other content, right? The activists, the teachers, the hospital stuff. And I, so what started as a hobby really turned into a mission. And here we are today. You, uh, you went from being anonymous to obviously not anonymous. Here you are here on I'm Right on the first. Why, what prompted that decision? Why not stay hidden? So are you referring to my face or my name? You're both. I can see them okay. both. <laughs> so, so, well, I want it to be anonymous. Most Twitter accounts are anonymous unless they're a public figure. And that's how it started. That's how I wanted it to be. And then um, Taylor Lorenz doxed me back in April. And um, I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be here. I never wanted to be famous. I never wanted to, to, to be this type of person, but uh, based on on how I started um, and then the reaction to my account, uh, I somehow became a mouthpiece for a lot of people, for a lot of Americans. And 
And now I'm just learning how to embrace it. Um, and I'm going to do everything I can to to help people and to expose the the radical leftist agenda. You wade through this endless filth. I'm guessing you do this every single day, because every single day I have new videos from libs of TikTok with awful stuff. I mean, it's child drag shows or some nutball teacher with 18 rings in her face talking to kids. It's, it's, it's awful. How does that not negatively affect your mental health? That has to be tough to wade through sewage like that every single day. It is tough. And there are some days where it's really hard. I'll admit that. Um, but I think that I've been able to create a little bit of a separation. Like I view it more now as, as like, as like a job. Um, and I'm able to take breaks. Uh, sometimes I'll take like a day off or a couple hours even. Um, but I think that when I think about what I'm doing and, and the mission, it's just like this, stuff is so, so important and I have to do it. You know, like I, I can't stop even if it's hard sometimes. So that's really what motivates me. Okay. These people hate you. That's no secret. The communists hate your freaking guts, but as it's been brought up several times before, you're only publicizing things they put out there publicly themselves. For the most part, these are people making their personal choices. Hey, I'm a weirdo freak. Let me video myself and put it on TikTok. And then all you do is amplify. Why? Because you're the one that watches them every day. Why do you think they publicize this stuff? I mean, these teachers, you got some dude with a beard like mine pretending to be a woman with freaking lipstick on. And he gets mad because you put his video out there. But he put the video out there. Why? I think that one of the main components of being a far left communist is narcissism. And I think they're all narcissists. And TikTok is literally the perfect platform for them. They want nothing more than to have a camera in front of their face all the time and talk about themselves. I mean, think about it, the whole pronoun thing that you have to use my pronoun and, and you have to explain to people what your pronouns mean and what your gender means. That comes, I think, in large part from sheer narcissism. So it's a great match, um, TikTok and these far left activists. It's just, it's so, it's a perfect platform for them. Chaya, appreciate you. Keep doing what you do. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. All right. Well, let's just go over a couple things here before we get to lighten the mood. Because we have lighten the mood, obviously, here coming. But let's go over a couple things. So. Let me see if I have this right. We are escalating everything, Russia, Ukraine. China is sending warplanes by Taiwan. Every finance person in the country now is predicting a very, very, very deep recession at some point this year, not in the distant future. So do you have an emergency three-month food kit just in case? And I'm not telling you, by the way, that you're going to need it. And I'll tell you this, I hope you don't. I hope what you buy from my Patriot Supply, I know this is a weird thing to say, I hope it goes to waste. In 25 years, when all the food finally goes bad, I hope you're looking and thinking, dang, I wasted that money on it. But man alive, are you sure you don't need it? Everyone in your home needs three months worth of food, everybody. And I mean three months worth of food as if the grocery store is not there, the gas station isn't there, or they're there, but the doors are locked. My Patriot Supply will mail you fast, 
and they'll mail you anonymously a three-month emergency food kit, 2,000 calories a day. Don't take chances with your family, all right? MyPatriotSupply.com, $200 off right now, an emergency three-month food kit. MyPatriotSupply.com. Don't hope you're ready in case everything goes to crap. Make sure, all right? We'll be back. All right, it's time to lighten the mood. And I realize, this is something I think about sometimes, because we have this funny video of this trans skater I'm going to play in a second. Just bear with me for a moment while I opine. What a great word. I went to community college. Anyway, I wonder what other eras would think about our era. And this is what I mean. Every era has problems, right? Every era has calamities and problems, and every era has weirdo freaks and wars, and this is just, this is the history of mankind. If you went back to the year 1000, if you went back to the year 1000 BC, you're gonna have weirdo freaks, you're gonna have wars, you're gonna have calamities and droughts and famines, and that's just kind of the human condition, right? But what's wild about our time now versus any other time I can really see. And I'm not saying our time, we've got it worse than ever, but what's wild is the truth is obvious and everyone can see it, yet gigantic portions of our society won't acknowledge it and won't talk about it and have to act like it's not really the truth. And I'm not sure why that is. In Finland, they rolled out this transgender figure skater, which I was laughing hysterically, but once I got done laughing, and you'll laugh too when I play you the video in a second, once I got done laughing, I honestly, I looked around, I was talking to the wife about this, I said, everyone knows that's a dude, everyone knows that's embarrassing, like everyone knows, the left knows, right knows, middle knows, America knows, Finland knows, everyone knows, everybody, 100% of the people, and yet, we're supposed to pretend like we don't know that this is a dude who can't skate. Plus beauty and grace. <laughs> all right, quit. Oh, I do need to mention, welcome all you people watching right now on DirecTV. The first TV is moving on up. We are now on DirecTV, so everybody in America can enjoy. All right, I'll see you tomorrow. Each morning, the President of the United States receives a highly classified briefing on the most important issues facing the country. It's called the President's Daily Brief, or PDB. It's delivered by America's spies and analysts. Well, now you can hear your very own PDB in the form of a podcast hosted by me, Brian Dean Wright, a former CIA operations officer. Each morning at 6 a.m. Eastern, I'll bring you 15 to 20 minutes of the most important issues facing the country. 
giving you the critical intelligence and analysis you need to start your morning. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher, equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone testosterone fueled again maximize your masculinity today at choq.com use the code jesse for a massive discount on any chalk subscription for life choq.com code jesse limited time offer subscription cancelable at any time